Shalom to all. Today's office is with Pei Zion. We are starting Pei Vav Amadabes five lines up from the bottom in the middle of the line. That's the eighth word from the beginning of the line or the eighth to last word on the line, depending on where you want to count from. And today's staff is sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarbas, Rabbi Yaakov, Maisha. Her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And we're in the middle of talking about Tshuva, so we start it with the Brisa, which is going to talk about Tshuva. Mefarsim Esachanafim, we expose people that are hypocrites or fakers. They pretend to be tzaddikim, but they're really not. Why is this? Because of Hashem they could cause. First of all, someone could learn from them. Second of all, when Hashem punishes them, people are going to say, oh, their tzidkas didn't do anything for them, but it's really because they're not a tzaddik. Now, how do we know this? Shinemar says in the Pasuk, and when a tzaddik turns away from his righteousness, he wasn't really a tzaddik, and he acts corruptly, and out place a stumbling block in front of him. And just like Hashem places a stumbling block in front of him so that he could fall and people will see that he's not really a tzaddik, so do we have to try to emulate Hashem's ways and try to expose him to show that he's really a faker and a hypocrite. And the Rasa continues, even by pure is going to prevent punishments from coming. Even though he had Xardin signed against him that he was going to get punished, nonetheless, if he did Shuva, that's going to prevent the punishments from coming. And Shabbos Rishayim, Saifet Takala, the peace and serenity of Rishayim is going to end up in trouble. That's because they have all day to sit and think about how they can sin. And authority buries those who have it. We know this from Yosef. He died before all of his brothers. That's because he was in a position of authority. A person will enter a position of authority without clothing and he will also leave unclothed. This means that he's not going to make any money because of his position of authority. And halavai, his leaving should be like his coming. The same way he went in without sin, halavai, he should also leave without sin. He's very tempted to sin when he's in a position of authority. Rav, when Rav went out to judge a case, Amar Hachi, he would say the following about himself. He's going to his death by his own will. He was saying this about himself. He knew that if he passed incorrectly, he's going to be punished for that. And the wishes of his house, he's not doing because he's going out to judge. He's going to come back home empty-handed. He's not getting paid for what he's doing. His coming to his home should be like his leaving from his home that he should be free of sin and that he shouldn't sin by giving an incorrect judgment. And Rava, when Rava would go out to judge a case, he would say the following about himself, which is the same thing that Rav said. And back to talking about Rav. When he saw troops of people following him to give him honor, Amar, he would say the following, Although his eminence goes all the way up to heaven, and his head touches the clouds, he will perish forever like his own excrement. Those who saw him will say, where is he? Meaning all this honor is going to bring him nothing. When they would put him on their shoulders, it was the Shabbos of the Regal, meaning it was right before Yontif, and he would give a drasha, so they would put him on their shoulders. Amar, he would say to himself to prevent himself from becoming haughty, power is not forever, and does the crown last forever? And the price that we start out today with continues, to show favor to a Russia, that's not good. What does that mean? It's not good for a shame that they're shown favor in this world. What does that mean? An example of that, it wasn't beneficial for Achav, that he was shown favor in this world. It says in the Pesach, since he humbled himself before me, I'm not going to bring the bad in his days. And since favor was shown to Achav in his days, he wasn't punished, so he was able to do even more Averis, and it was not beneficial for him in the next world, he was punished in the next world. And the Brasa continues, to tilt justice against the Tzaddik. What do we learn from here? It's beneficial for Tzaddikim that they are not shown favor in this world. It was beneficial for Masha that they didn't show him favor in this world. It says in the Pasuk, talking about why Masha Benu died early is because, to be like because you didn't trust in me to say, 
sanctify me. However, if Moshe Rabbeinu had trusted in Hashem, it wouldn't have been his time to leave the world yet, and that's not beneficial for him because he would have rather gone up to Shemayim and been in Olam Abba much sooner. And we continue, Ashraim Latzadikim, fortunate are Tzadikim. Not only are they meritorious, they also give this merit to their children, grandchildren, all the way till the end of all generations. Aaron had a number of children that could have been burned, like not even Aviu. Shemar says in the Pasuk, Hanaisarm. This talks about Allah's and Yisarm, and it calls them Hanaisarm, the leftover ones, implying that they really should have died also. They had this chos of their forefathers. And by contrast, woe is to the Rishayim. Not only are they chayiv themselves, they end up bringing chayiv upon their sons and grandsons until the end of all generations. And an example of this, Kenan had many sons, meaning he had many descendants that were great enough and they could have gotten smicha like Tavi, who was the slave of Rama Gamliel. It was the chayiv of their father that caused him not to be able to do that. We know that Cham saw Noach unclothed and degraded him, and because of that, his son Kenan was cursed, that him and all of his future generations, Adsaif Kaladars, are going to end up being Avadim. So even though you can have a person who really could have gotten smicha, like Tavi, the slave of Rama Gamliel, since he has this curse from his great great grandfather, Kenan, he was unable to become great. And we continue, call him Zakas Rabbim, anyone that causes others to do good, ain't Baal Yadai, he's not going to be given the opportunity to sin. Vachal Machias Rabbim, anyone that causes others to sin, Kimat Ain Mafspeak and Miyadi Lasus Chuva, he's given almost no opportunity to do Chuva. Call Mazakas Rabbim, Ain't Baal Yadai, my time of why is that, Kadesh Loyahu Begahanim, Talmidim Began Eden. So it shouldn't be that he's in Gehenim and his Talmidim, whom he caused to do good, are going to be in Gan Eden. Shanemar says in the Pasuk, Kiloi Sazev Nafshi Lishal, because you will not abandon my soul to the grave. Loi Sitein Chasidu Chalarez Shachas, you're not going to allow your pious ones to see destruction. So in order to prevent a person from seeing destruction or being abandoned to the grave, meaning being sent to Ganim, Hashem is just going to make it that he's not given the opportunity to sin. And Mechal Amachtias Rabbim, Ein Maspikim Biyadeh Lassus Tshuva, Shaloi Heihu Began Eden, V'Talmidim Begahenim. That's so that he shouldn't be in Gan Eden, and his Talmidim, the one that he got to sin, that they should be in Gehenim. Shinemar, it says in the Pasuk, Adam Ashik Badam Nafesh, a man guilty of bloodshed, Ad Bar Yonas, he's going to flee until the pit, meaning he's going to get up until Gehenim, Al Yis Mechubai, and they're not going to support him, meaning it's going to be very hard for him to do Tshuva, and therefore he's most probably also going to fall into Gehenim like the ones that he caused to sin. And the Mishnah said, If a person says, I'm going to sin, and then I'm going to repent, I'm going to sin, and then I'm going to repent, so then he is not given the chance to repent. The Gemara asks, Why does the Mishnah have to say this twice? The Gemara answers, It's like, Once a person does an Avera, and then he repeats it, it becomes permitted to him. The Gemara asks, Do you really think it actually becomes permitted to him? It becomes as if it's like permitted to him. I always said in the Mishnah, if a person says, I'm going to sin, and Yom Kippur is going to atone for me, so Yom Kippur does not atone for him. The Gemara suggests, Let's say our Mishnah is not like Rebbe, the Tanya of Abraiso. Rebbe Emmer, he says, That Yom Kippur is Mechaper for all Averis, even if a person doesn't do Tshuva. So the Gemara says, No, our Mishnah could even be like Rebbe. Agav Shiny, if a person's relying on Yom Kippur, that it's going to atone for all of his Averis, so then even Rebbe would agree that Yom Kippur is not going to atone for his Averis. And we had said in the Mishnah, a person sins to Hashem, so he has to appease Hashem. However, if a person sins to his fellow, so he is not going to be forgiven until he asks his friend for forgiveness. The Gemara says, Rami le Rav Yosef Barchav le Rabavo, Rav Yosef Barchavu presented a steer to Rabavo. Yom Kippur is not Mechaber for Averis in between man and his fellow until a person appeases his fellow. But it says in the Pasuk, If one man sins to another, Hashem will accept his appeasement. Over here we're understanding the word Ufilla 
Loy is Milosh and Tefillah Upios. He could daven to Hashem, he could appease Hashem. So it seems to be that he does not have to appease his fellow. The Gemara says, No, man Elikim. Who's Elikim in this Pasuk? Dayana. It's talking about the judges. Ufilo Elikim means the judges are going to judge him. The Gemara asks, Yahachi, if so, Ema Sefer. Let's look at the end of the Pasuk. Vim Hashem Yachto Ish. And if a man's going to sin to Hashem, Mi Espalaloi, who's going to judge him? Because over here, the word Pei Lamin means to judge. So how could that be? Who's going to judge him? What do you mean? Hashem has many ways of judging a person. The Gemara says, No, Hachi This is what we're saying. Im Yachto Ish Ish If a man sins to his fellow and he appeases him, then Elikim Yimchaloi, Hashem is going to forgive him. However, Vim Hashem Yachto Ish, if a man sins to Hashem, Mi Espalaloi, who's going to daven for him and meaning what's going to help him? Chuva Maisim Taivim. That's Chuva and good deeds. And Amar Vietzlaki tells us, Call Anyone that aggravates or pesters his friend, even with words, he has to appease him. Shinemar, it says, My son, if you became a guarantor to your friend, you stuck your palms for a stranger, you became snared with the words of your mouth, meaning you aggravated someone. Do the following, my son, and you're going to be saved. For you have come to the palm of your hand. Go and loosen yourself and make him like a ruler. Now, what does this mean? If you have money in your hand, meaning you became a guarantor for someone else's loan, so now you owe money, release your palm to him, meaning pay off the loan. If not, if we're talking about words that you said that aggravated him, so then you should increase friends upon him. Over here, the word reyach in the Pasuk is plural, meaning you should increase friends upon him, send many friends to him to ask him for forgiveness. You have to appease him with three rows of three people, meaning you should go to him three separate times each time. Take three people along with you to ask for forgiveness. Shneimer says in the pasuk, Yishar al anashim. He goes around to people. Vayomer chatasi, and he says, I've sinned. Vyashar avesi, and I've made crooked that which is straight. Veloy shavali, and it wasn't worthwhile for me. And v'amar biyasi rechanino kol mavakish matu mechaveri. Anyone that asks forgiveness from his friend, al yivakish menu yosim mishalish pa'amim. He shouldn't ask more than three times. Shneimer says in the pasuk, when Yosef's brothers asked him for forgiveness, ana sana. So they asked him three times, so you don't ask more than three times. If the person died before you could ask him for forgiveness three times, you should bring ten people and stand them by his caver, by his grave, and say, I've sinned to Hashem, the God of Israel, and to this person whom I have wronged. And a number of stories about asking for forgiveness. Rabbi Yirmiya Havali Milsa the Rabbi Abba Bahadei. Rabbi Yirmiya had something of Rabbi Abba by him, meaning Rabbi Abba had a grievance against Rabbi Yirmiya. Azul Esav Adashid Rabbi Abba. He went and stood by the threshold of Rabbi Abba. Bahadi Deshadi Amase Maya. His maidservant threw out some dirty wastewater. Matazar Zifi Demaya Resha. A few droplets of water landed on his head. Amar Rabbi Yirmiya said, Asuuni Kaashba. They made me like a garbage can. Kara Nafshe. He said about himself, Me Ashba Yarim Evyon. That from the depths, from the garbage. Hashem raises the poor person. Shama Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba heard his voice from Nafiglape and he went out to greet him. Amr Leh, Rabbi Abba told him, Now I need to appease you. Shinemar says in the Pasuk, And another story, Rabbi Zera, when Rabbi Zera had a grievance against a fellow, he would constantly pass in front of that person and make himself available to that person so that person could always ask him for forgiveness and it would be very easy for that person. And Rav, Havali 
Rav had a grievance against a certain butcher. He never asked him for forgiveness. It was Ervim Kippur, Amar Ihu. He said to himself, This is Rav. I'm going to go and try to bring about an appeasement from him, meaning I'm going to go to him so that he could ask me for forgiveness and then I'll be able to forgive him. Rav Huna, Rav Huna met up with Rav. He asked him, Where are you going? So Rav told him, In order to bring about an appeasement and forgiveness from this fellow. Amar, he told him, You, Abba, are going to kill that person. Why is that? Because if he doesn't ask you for forgiveness, that means he's degrading a Torah scholar and he deserves to die. He went and he stood by this butcher. The butcher was standing there and breaking the animal's head. He lifted up his eyes and he saw him. He told Rav, Your Abba, Zil, Go, Leslie, I don't have any words with you, meaning I have nothing to discuss with you. And as he continued chopping the animal's head, a bone shot out and hit him in the throat and killed him. And another story, Rav Havapasik Sidra Kamei Rebbe. Rav was teaching Psukim in front of Rebbe. And Ayel, Pezayinu Abezanatab, also Rebchia. Rebchia came in and he also wanted to learn. So Hadil Resha, Rav went back all the way to the beginning and started again fresh. Ayel Bar Kapara, Bar Kapara came in, he wanted to learn. Hadil Resha, Rav went back to the beginning. Also Reb Shemin Berebi, Reb Shemin Berebi came in, he wanted to learn. So Hadil Resha, Rav went back to the beginning. Also Reb Chanina Bar Chama, Amar. So Rav said, Kuli Haina Hadir Venezel, how many times am I supposed to go back to the beginning? Loi Hadar, he didn't go back to the beginning for Reb Chanina. Ekbir Reb Chanina, Reb Chanina was upset. Also Rav Lagabet Chaleser, Mali Yomit Kaburi, Rav went him 13 Arab Yom Kippers in a row, Veloy Fayez, however, he was not appeased. Ask the Gemara of Hechi Avirachi, how did Rav do that 13 years in a row? Vam Rav Yesi Rav Chanina, Rav Yesi Rav Chanina told us on Amad Aleph, Kalmavakish Matu Mechaveri, anyone asking his friend for forgiveness, Ayyavakish Menu Yosem Mishalash Pa'amim, he shouldn't ask him more than three times. And it seems to be that it's usher to ask more than three times. The Gemara answers, no, it's not usher, it's just that you don't have to. And Rav Shani, Rav was different, he was very machmer on himself, and he continued going back. Now the Gemara asks, Rav Chanina Hechi Avirachi, how could Rav Chanina do that? Why didn't he forgive him? Vamar Rava, Rava says, call him Mavra Al-Midaisav, anyone that's Mavra in his Midais, he forgives, he forgins, he gives in, and he's not so particular. Mavra Al-Midaisav, so Hashem is going to pass over all of his sins. So the Gemara answers, El Reb Chanina Chelma Chazulei L'Rav, Reb Chanina had a dream about Rav, that they hung him from a palm tree. And we know that anyone that's hung from a palm tree in a dream, that means he's going to be the leader. Amar Reb Chanina said to himself, I see from here that Rav needs to become the leader. Now the problem is Rav Chanina was Rosh Hashiva, so he was afraid that he was going to have to die in order for Rav to become the Rosh Hashiva. So therefore, Vlayifayas, I'm not going to be appeased by him. It's going to be a little bit awkward. It's going to be strange, and he's going to want to leave. that he should go and teach Tyra in Bavel, and I won't have to die for him to become the Rosh Hashiva. So Rav Chanina had real chashbin why he didn't forgive him, not just because he didn't want to. And now talking about the necessity to say vidoy to make confessions for a person's sins. Tan Rabbanon mitzvah vidoy erev yom kippur mchashecha. The mitzvah to say vidoy starts erev yom kippur at nighttime, meaning yom kippur at night. Avol amr chacham belacham said yisvada kaidim shechav yishte. He should say vidoy before he eats and drinks erev yom kippur. Shemati tarav dai besuda. Perhaps he's going to lose his mind during the suda. It doesn't mean he's going to lose his mind. It means he's going to drink a little too much and then he won't be able to say vidoy. And avol pish yisvada kaidim shechav shasa. Even though he said vidoy before he ate and drank, mesvada lachar shechav yishte. He should also say vidoy after he eats and drinks. Shemayir davar kakal besuda. Perhaps something happened during the suda. Perhaps he didn't avera. And v'afal pish yisvada arvis. Even though he said vidoy at nighttime on yom kippur, yisvada shachris. He should say vidoy in the morning. Shachris yisvada mosav. He should still say vidoy mosav. But mosav yisvada mincha. He should still say vidoy mincha. But mincha yisvada ben ila. He should say mincha and ila. And vehechan oimray. Where does a person say vidoy? Yachid achat filasai. An individual says it after he finishes shmaina esrei. Ushlich tzibur oimray beemza. And the shlich tzibur says it in the middle of shmaina esrei. Now my amar. What does a person say? What's a person's vidoy? Amar rav he tells us. And we 
actually have this whole tefillah and we say it as part of our vidui. Ushmul Amr, he says, from the depths of the heart and we do not have this tefillah. Belevi Amr, he tells us, and he says the Pasuk of Rabbi Yechon Amr, he tells us, and we continue this tefillah of so on and so forth and we have this tefillah also. Rabbi Huda Amr, he says, and we also say that. Rav Hamnuna Amr, he tells us that we should say the following for vidui and we also say this, before I was formed, I really shouldn't have been formed. Now that I was formed, I was created, I'm still not fitting, I really shouldn't have been. I'm dust in my life, for sure in my death. I'm before you like a vessel full of shame and humiliation. It should be the will in front of you that I shall not sin. Now which I have sinned, you shall completely cleanse and obliterate with your mercy. But not through suffering. And Vahainu Vidui de Rava Kula Shasa. This was the Vidui of Rava that he said the entire year. Udrav Hamnuna Zuta Biyami de Kapuri. This is what Rav Hamnuna Zuta said Anyam Kippur. And Armar Zotra, he tells us, Loy Aman El Deloy Amar Avalanachnu Khatanu. This does not need to be said unless a person didn't say Avalanachnu Khatanu, however, we have sinned. Aval Amar Avalanachnu Khatanu. However, if a person did say this, Sulait Sarach, he doesn't need to say any other Vidui because that's the main Vidui to say that you sinned. So once you said Avalanachnu Khatanu, you don't need to say anything else. And to Amr Bar Hamdudi, Bar Hamdudi tells us, I was in front of Shmuel, Yosef, he was sitting, once the Shlich Tzibur got to the part of Amr and he said, so Shmuel got up, and that shows that that's the main vidoy. Amr, I said, we learn from here, this is the main vidoy to say, and we continue talking about the Tfilis of Yom Kippur, Tanan Hassan, we learned over there in the Mishnah, Bishlesha Prakam Hashanah, three occasions during the year, Kaihanim, Noisen, Eskapeim, Arba Pam, Bayayim, Kaihanim, Dubrichos, Kaihanim, four times during the day, these are those three occasions, a public fast day, the Mamadis where Yisraelim split up into 24 groups corresponding to the 24 Mishmars of Kahuna, and every single week we had a different Mishmar of Kaihanim serving the Beis HaMikdash, so we had a different Mishmar or a different Maimid of Yisraelim that either was in the Beis HaMikdash or they gathered in their cities and they davened, and on these days they also fasted, so they also had Berchus Kaihanim then, and Ubiyam Kippurim Anyam Kippur. Now the Gemara asks, Mine Ilas Sha'arim, what is Ne'ilah Sha'arim? So Rav Amar, he says, it's just an extra tefillah, meaning Ne'ilah is another time that we say Shmaina Esrei, the same Shmaina Esrei that we said throughout all the other tefillahs of him, Kippur. Ushmul Amar, he says, no, all we have to say is Ma'anu Mechayenu, and we don't say Shmaina Esrei again. But now the Gemara asks, Mesve, a question on Shmuel. Are Yom Kippurim, the night of Yom Kippur, Mispal Shevu Misvada, a person davin seven, meaning he said the seven brachas of Shmaina Esrei, and he says Vidui. But Shachras, Mispal Shevu Misvada, Shachras, he davins the seven brachas of Shmaina Esrei, and he says Vidui. And the Gra takes out the Gears of Tanahi, and the Maram adds in Vesutanya. We also have a Raisa. This is a continuation of the question Yom Kippur Im Chashecha, Yom Kippur at night, meaning this is the nighttime of Yom Kippur, as in Tfilah of Neila, Mespal Shevu Mesvada, Vachesim Bevidoy, and he concludes with Vidoy, Devar Amer, that's Amer's opinion. Vacham Armim, they say, Mespal Sheva, Vimratza Lachtim Bevidoy Chesim. If he wants to conclude the Ila with Vidoy, he can. Either which way, we see from these Brises that according to everyone, we're going to say Shmaina Esri for Ne'ilah and not just the passage that Shmuel says we should say, which is Ma'anu Mechayenu, and that's where the Gemara concludes, Tiyofta de Shmuel Tiyofta, we have a refutation to Shmuel. And we continue, we have a story about this. Ula Rav, Nachas Kamei de Rava. Ula Rav, he went down in front of Rava, meaning he davened for the Amun in front of Rava. Pasach Ba'atavachartanu, he started the middle bracha of Ne'ilah with Atavachartanu, like we started, and Vesim, he concluded Bima'anu Mechayenu. And Vashavchei Rav, Rav praised him because he was able to be Mechayim, both Rav and Shmuel's opinions. And Rav Hunabrid, Rav Nasanamar, he says, 
Yachid Omer Achad Filasai, a Yachid, an individual, he says this passage of Ma'anu Mechayenu after his Shemayin Esrei and not in the middle of his Shemayin Esrei. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continuing to talk about Ne'ilah, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.